Hello and welcome to We're Doomed Podcast. We're all doomed. I am your host, Brandon McIntosh, and uh, across from me in this little podcast room is my friend Tyler Shasma. He's my co-host. Thanks. So welcome to the first episode of We're Doomed Podcast. This is exciting. This is something I've wanted to do for a while, and I've wanted to include Tyler, because he's always been there when I've always been talking about, uh, you know, things that might end the world and, uh, you know, the end of the world. That kind of thing. You All really, those. you've really fueled my paranoia, Brandon. I've really pumped you full of it. Uh, yeah. Just, I just want to make sure you're ready and you're you're careful with uh, your choices in the future. Well and aware. You know, you know what might happen. But yeah. uh, I'm a, I'm tired of you making me well aware of why we're doomed, and that's why we're going to do this podcast so we can let everybody know absolutely why we're fucked and uh, and more. Yeah, and just to drive it into you some more, because like I'm, I'm, I'm worried that you don't understand enough <laughs> how doomed we all are. Oh, I know. I'm afraid. Okay. All right, I'm just kidding. I'm not that negative, but we are all doomed. It's okay. That's the name of the podcast. We're doomed. But it's not all doom and gloom. It's not all doom and gloom. You're, no. you're absolutely correct. There's solutions to these problems. Yeah, there's, there's, there is solutions. He can stop there. an interdimensional mantis man. I'm sure of it. Interdimensional man- mantis man. And uh, I don't think there's that many reports of interdimensional mantis men, but there's enough to be concerned about. I've got a few. You've got a few. Yeah, the fact that you're bringing it up, that you're you're thinking about it. What do you think they're out there doing? Just harvesting our brain goo. Harvesting our brain. (laughs) Is that what smaller mantises do? I know the female, like, uh, eats the male after sex. Is that what they're going to do to us? Well, they take it to their dimension and, I don't know. Okay. They'll run rape their a- tractors <laughs> off of it. So they'll rape us in their dimension and then just put us back here. Whoa, Brandon, who said anything about rape? <laughs> okay. I, I, don't, I wouldn't have any consent for mantis man sex at all. What I'm saying is... I'm saying if it, was, it happened to me, it would be rape because I wouldn't say yes. Yeah. What? Are you considering I, otherwise? <laughs> I'm just saying they're going to steal your brain goo. They're going to take it to their dimension, use it as some sort of fossil fuel to run their tractors in their mantis fields. Yeah. Anyways, we're going to... Let's we'll uh, come back to that. That's in a future episode. That's a future episode for sure. In- interdimensional everything, not just mantis men. There's all kinds of... Not just men, just persons. Let's be politically correct here. All kind of interdimensional persons. Yes. And things. Inter- and inter- it's... Dimensional thems. Yeah, interdimensional thems. And these. That's probably the best, that's the safest way to put it. Well, you uh, don't really know. We shouldn't assume the gender of a mantis man. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, recently in the news, we've heard uh, the uh, the 16-year-old Swedish girl. Is she Swedish or Switzerland? Swedish. Swedish. Uh, Greta Van Fleet. (laughs) <laughs> that's not her name. What? What's her name? <laughs> Greta Thunderbolt. Greta Greta Thunderbird. Thunderbird. Greta Thunberg. I have it right in front of me. The little girl's taken enough of a meme beating. We don't have to be fucking. I know. Messing up her name. She's out there trying to save the planet. It's a shame she's already a meme. How many days has it been? It's it like I don't know when this podcast is going to release, but it's only been a few days, and it's. <laughs> a few the amount of grown adults what? just like throwing a few days since what insults at her since she came out with this with the UN. She didn't just come out with it. She's been talking about it for years. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. 
just yeah, this, this recent new... one is like the she was it was powerful. I I felt uh, I felt emotions watching that for sure. How did you feel when you watched watched her yelling at all those grown adults at the UN? Well, what she was saying was all true, and it was like you know so like. She was making those adults feel bad. Like she, <laughs> she knew she but was how making many, them feel bad. But how many do you think felt bad? And like, I bet there's a lot of world leaders that are genuinely amazing people, but they're not the top world leaders who are just like reptile creatures who have no. They're just like whatever. All right, little girl, let's move on with business. You don't know anything about economics, and like, I like how they're all talking about how she's. Oh, this girl's coached. Like, her parents are clearly, there's people behind her. I'm like, yeah, she's probably going to help because she's from Sweden. Like, she's got a great education. You can drag any kid from Sweden up there and just talk, and he's going to school everyone at the UN. And she's just passionate about it. Absolutely. She found something she's absolutely passionate about. And she should be. That's something to be passionate about. She's terrified she's a child because she's like 16 now, but she's been doing this since she was a little girl. Absolutely. And she's terrified that the planet is dying, and then she's going, you fucking adults knew about this for fucking 30, 40 years, and you weren't doing anything. You were just looking the other way and making more plastic. And yeah. burning that plastic and burning and tires. More oil. And burning couches. And I'm guilty. <laughs> Just couches. Yeah. You're guilty of that, okay? Why, why'd you bring couches into this? Are but you trying to bring up your own guilt? This little girl has put guilt into the entire world, but it's going to help because now we're going to go out there and plant trees. Absolutely. To, and grow forests and try to save everyone should be trying to save this planet. Is, that the, is that the. The fact that there's fucking. Yeah, the fact that there are climate change deniers is stupid. Look out your window. The climate is changing every day. We live on a fucking planet. It's an ecosystem. It's gonna change. Tyler, there's stupid people in it, in every degree of life. <laughs> Why are you surprised? There's people that disagree with this. That I even thought today. I'm like, do flat earthers think there's climate change? Like, what what's their opinion on it? What do you think? If you're a flat earther, do you think there's climate change too? If I, you want me to play the role of a flat earther? I, I can't. I don't know. Do you, can you put yourself in that position? I guess so. <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> you don't okay. have to force yourself. All right. All right. I guess maybe there's two moons, and the moon goes on this side and then that side, and then I don't know if the weather goes across. Of course there's going to be. Even on a flat earth, there will be climate change. <laughs> And uh, what we're going to be talking about tonight, obviously, we have, we're not scientists, not at all. We just read books, watch documentaries. Barely. We probably know as much as you do or much less, really, but we, we, we're just talking about what we're fascinated in. And uh, I read a book this summer called The Un- Uninhabitable Earth uh, by David Wallace Wells. This guy's uh, he's a New York City journalist. He looks like, uh, he looks like Michael Buble, kind of. <laughs> he's, uh, he's a real handsome guy. But uh, he, he got really into the climate change after an article he wrote. So he just he read thousands of these articles about climate change and uh, from different scientists all over, from like meteorologists to uh, uh, like people that study the oceans and, and the land and how everything's changing and like the biosphere and like the animals and how everything uh, 
is uh, slowly shifting and all these reports are pointing to climate change. And this book terrified me. This guy did a great job. It it was a fascinating book, but it terrified the shit out of me. He kind of broke it down like chapter by chapter of how we're all going to die in different ways at different times. And uh, that's what I guess we'll talk about that tonight. And uh, how are we going to face that? Because, you know, everyone talks about trying to face climate change and what we have to do as a nation to to stop all this from happening. But Uh, do you see do you see any progress besides I know this little girl talked. She's not (laughs) she's 16. She's not a little girl. But do you see any progress? Well, the the thing is, we've been in it for a long time, right? Yeah. Like this isn't way too long. Way too long. The climate was changing anyway, and it's gone through cycles that are natural cycles that an Earth would go through. But we're fucking asshole humans, and we've sped up those natural cycles. Absolutely. We have the asshole gene. I, I just, we don't we, like to admit it. Because, you know, we found oil. And we're like, okay, we can run our fucking cars with this. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's do get that. Our, let's get but the cars see, on the road. Let's get, let's get moving. So you start... Pulling the oil out of the ground and the fossil fuels out of the ground. But the innovation didn't, like, for some reason, for most people, and most, they started making money and greed took over. And they're like, let's just do that one thing over and over again and make as much money as we can with it. Instead of inventing something new, like a car that runs on your thoughts and ideas. (laughs) Or... We're we're gonna be there eventually, but let's start. With no, because as soon cars. as so, as soon as someone starts to figure out a car that runs on your thoughts and ideas, they're gonna come shoot you in the head. A car that runs on your like you sit down, put a helmet on, and you're like go forward, and the vehicle moves forward. I don't know. Yeah, that that's you know that's an idea that might be taken already. This is something that has to do with Roswell. And, uh, New Mexico? Absolutely. And the wreckage that happened at Roswell and many other sites in the States where supposedly flying crafts have come down and uh, certain agencies, the Army, and uh, I don't know who else, different black ops programs in the government. Guys they, in they, suits. Guys in suits and scientists. They're given all this technology to like kind of re-engineer and try and figure out. And that's one conclusion they came to it, with these ships. Because there's these bizarre headbands they found, and uh, they think it has to do with some kind of conscious link to the to the vehicle they're driving. That's also like has its own gravitational field to it, so it can just like move in any direction it wants without affecting the person inside. So it can just it can go three thousand miles per hour one direction, do a ninety degree turn up, and the person inside is fine. And <laughs> I, I'm ranting about UFOs again. This happens. I'm sorry. This is going to be a reoccurring thing on this podcast. We're yeah. going to start ranting. I'm going to lose about. track. I'm going to lose track talking about UFOs. But they're um, here to save us, or maybe. My point being on how that affected climate change was that now you're just putting all. Then we didn't realize then that this oil that we're burning is creating shit that's going into the air that's ripping holes in it. That's fucking burning down forests. And now we're killing our ecosystems with the shit that we're pulling out of the ground and burning and putting into the air. Yeah. Like, then once they figured that out, the first time that conclusion happened, it should have been like, oh, we should probably slowly or 
maybe all together stop doing this. Well, they tried to that. There's no, they didn't. In Nobody the, tried in the to sixties and seventies. There's movements for sure, but in different ways that you'd see it today. They don't really have the 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 means. There's definitely protests back in the day stopping all these. No, they were like, let's make fucking spray cheese and aerosol. That's gonna also <laughs> fucking kill. That the was planet. the fifties. Okay, you know. There's still yeah, there's still a lot of shitty people just not paying attention and not caring. But there were pe- there were people trying to put a stop to all of this, and like he, like Dr. Seuss. Remember the Dr. Seuss book? That little hairy guy was was living in the woods. <laughs> I don't know. There's a walking in my pocket. There's a walking in my. P- I don't know the name of this one. He he lived in the woods, and then they came and took over, and uh, they even make fun of late Lake Erie in the book. What I'm how, saying how is, it is, what I'm saying is, humans got lazy, and this little girl's now saying, "Hey, why the fuck did you guys get lazy? Now my generation's gonna die. You guys got to play Nintendo and shit, and I gotta worry about fucking trees and yeah. planting them. Because you guys should have been doing at least a little bit of trees and a little bit of Nintendo. Well, I did my part. I planted my trees. Yeah, I know. I made whole forests, Tyler. I know, and you're you're a fucking you hero. You're a goddamn <laughs> hero. I, I the Canadian wilderness. Out in Alberta, I got to plant trees, saplings, and uh, they're uh, you know it's not what you'd expect a forest to look like in the in the end. Like this job was to reforest land that was tore up to uh, log trees and search for natural gas. And when there wasn't, so they logged it. They yeah. logged it to look for natural yeah. gas. Yeah, they would. Uh, they would. Well, they'd check the land for natural gas. If there wasn't, they'd log it. Because the oil company and the log terrible company are connected. thing that's going to affect climate change terribly. Absolutely, because you're killing trees that put out oxygen for humans to breathe. But they clear the land and they enrich the soil and uh, they they turn everything up and they send those tree planters and there were saplings just to fill up the holes, and uh, it was great. I was like 21 years old. It was the hardest job I've ever done. How many trees did you plant? I have no idea. I, I I probably planted around 2,000 a day, 3,000 on a good day. Okay, so you've done your part. I did my part. You can eat all the plastic you want. Yeah. No, you can't. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to eat plastic. You are anyway. We're all all full of plastic. We're going to do a whole episode on how plastic's going up. Absolutely. We're all eating plastic, if you didn't know that. Apparently, a credit card is worth a year. We eat a credit card a year. We eat a credit card a year. So might as well just eat your credit card and get it over with. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Anyways, um, so this book I that's, was how, that's how you take down the banks. Eat your credit cards. Eat, eat your credit cards. Put that on a patch and put it on your leather jacket. <laughs> <laughs> eat your credit cards. Eat your credit cards. We're doomed. <laughs> that's gonna be our first punk song. Eat your credit cards. <laughs> Intro music now. We're doomed. <laughs> We're doomed. Anyways, you planted trees. Uh, I planted trees. It was great. It's uh, it's just a bunch. And of there's a lot of people out there doing that right now. And this little girl's saying that's the best way to fucking absolutely fight this thing is to plant trees. Well, like we're just a bunch of weird Canadian hippies doing it for some corporation to make them feel better. It's not a real forest. Like uh, in 30 years, it's gonna be this bizarre forest that all looks the exact same, perfectly aligned. Nothing's gonna grow properly because it's just gonna take over as this like. Oh. Perfectly grown tree. Like we we. Took so you were working for a guilt operation? 
It was just a guilty oil company planting trees where they well, they were, at the, they were at the top of the line of this because they were the one clearing the land. Of course and, they were. And assigning it to us tree planters. So we are doing something. We are replanting it. But in 30 years, they're just going to cut that. They just plan on cutting it all down again. So I want to get there before and just see the forest I built. But it's going to be impossible to find because they're just all weird back roads. Like we had to take helicopters to work some days. It was uh, fun. We got to see a lot of bears, and uh, yeah, I plant plant trees where you're safe, <laughs> like not in the middle of the woods. Okay, but that time that time you spent in the middle of the woods, how did you feel as a person? You probably absolutely felt, better. I felt amazing. I felt wild. I felt like I belonged there. I like this is the first time I like I moved to college, and that was a big deal. And next thing I know, I'm living in the middle of the woods. In like this abandoned gravel pit, <laughs> but that's where we're supposed like to be. Of, with a bunch of weird French gypsies and just like strange people from all over Canada who just decided like I'm gonna plant trees, make a bunch of money, and then like thumb my way back. But <laughs> to as as I'm humans, from. as humans, that's where we're supposed to be. We're supposed yeah, to be in the woods. So we're not supposed to be in these concrete chicken coops in the city. I thought I was gonna keep doing it forever. I, that was a, I was you know the first few weeks beat the shit out of me. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Like everyone was dropping out, and uh, I remember the one day I was just—I I was telling myself, "I'm like, you have to give up. Like, you can't do this." And uh, a truck pulled up. <laughs> I have like an hour left. They're like, hey man, we got bison burgers tonight. I'm like, I can do this. For some reason, bison burgers just gave me the influence to fucking keep planting trees. It's it's so the visual of a bunch of dirty hippies planting all these trees, and then think of the meathead douchebags that were probably running the machinery that tore all the trees down that were there to begin with. Oh my god! Just the and the contrast of people that care about the world and don't care about the world are fucking. But that experience. Living in Alberta in the wilderness, right along the Rockies, we were outside of Jasper, and uh, so we were right on the edge of the beautiful mountains and everything. But the the weather there was insane. It was like an example of like what climate change has in store. Just like unpredictable weather. Like you go out, and it's like a beautiful day, like white clouds, right. and be planting, and you see this one black cloud. Looks like a cartoon, <laughs> just like slowly coming over, and it just like unleashes hail on you for 10 minutes and then just sunny again and then i got there in the end of may started work in june things were going great weather's 20 degrees like great time to start like there's we're seeing elk and stuff on our first day that's wicked and then we uh we we go to spend our first night there we wake up in the middle of night snow Inches and inches of snow. Some people's tents are like crushed. In June. In June. Nice. And then it just, it stayed like that. We couldn't work. And two days later, it was 20 degrees again. Sunny, everything melted. Yeah, just extreme weather. Yeah. And we have to get used to it because it's going to happen more and more. And it's going to happen more extreme. Canada, um, from what I understand from reading a few of the articles, is... Uh, going to benefit in some ways economically with climate change because uh, a lot more land is going to open up the farmland. Uh, just parts of it, like the Arctic that are going to have longer summer seasons in areas that you're going to be able to have crops that wouldn't have crops before. And we're going to have also a stronghold on the water 
when uh, droughts start happening south of the border from us in the United States. Right, because it's going to work from the equator up, the droughts. Yeah. Not the just fires. The, absolutely. And we're already seeing it in the States, in Australia, big time, too. But it, there's a lot of big fires in, like, northern Ontario, northern Alberta, absolutely. and stuff, too. But they say the safest place to be when all this shit starts falling off, when all the coastlines start dropping, and New York's underwater, and LA's underwater, Miami's underwater, the safest place to be is northern Saskatchewan. <laughs> it's. It's very. That sounds amazing. I want to go there right now. <laughs> no one thinks Northern Saskatchewan's amazing. Okay, Northern Saskatchewan is not the rest of Saskatchewan. That's flat and nothing. It's it. It's similar to Northern Ontario. But it is the safest and place to be. Oh, it looks like Northern. Ontario. It's, it's all part of like the uh, what do they call it? The, the Canadian Shield. Yeah. That covers uh, most of Ontario, Quebec. And, uh, Saskatchewan. Oh, I love that. I love Northern Ontario. So that's what holds all our freshwater lakes and river systems. And it's this strong bedrock. And it protects us from any earthquakes, anything like that. And uh, most major weather, weather systems don't really pass our way. The only thing we have to worry about is an ice age. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because if it goes that way, then the cold's coming down. Yeah. But... That's not true. There's so many more things <laughs> but to worry about. that's not true. There's so many more things to worry about. You have no idea. Because uh, we're doomed. Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, uh, no, there's going to be food shortages. Because, um, you with know. The, with the climate change. With climate change, parts of the world. We're going to be noticing things. Like, personally, we've noticed things in grocery stores are going to start disappearing. You know. They're not going to talk about it right away. Because they don't want to talk about that. There's food shortages. What, you're not going to be able to get a purple yam anymore? <laughs> no, unfortunately, you're going to have to you have to suffer and get your orange yam, just like a common peasant. But uh, you're going to wonder why and why. Like, why can't I get my favorite avocado anymore? Because uh, it comes from Guatemala. Guatemala's on fire. So these sh- food shortages are going to happen quick. And uh, they're going to try and cover it up at first. But there's nothing they can do. And when, like, all these trade systems don't work anymore because, like, the crops, they can't get crops anywhere. And there's going to be certain crops that are going to work, like corn and <laughs> things that could work in more, like, hospitable climates or unhospitable climates. But, uh, it's yeah, gonna but, be tough. It, okay. And, like, it's going to be tough. And also, okay, you got something? No, I'm just going to say, like, keeping all that, uh, watered. Is going to be impossible as well, because <laughs> at the same time there's going to be droughts happening in these same areas. Yeah, and our our need to eat, our current need to eat, has also hurt climate change a little bit. The climate a bit too. Oh yeah, we're pigs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are, are just, pigs. Oh my god, did you ever just like sit down and like for a while I was like fascinated with the paleo diet, and, and at the same time reading about like how tribes used to like just go out on a hunt and just like kill a deer and give it to the whole tribe and they'd eat and like replenish themselves, but like won't eat for another three days. And they like maybe eat berries next. I'm like, like that was our way of eating for so long. And now we just like drive up to this building and they just give us a bag of weird greasy sandwiches (laughs) and potato sticks and we most likely just park it at the restaurant there and just eat it right there in the 
in your car. Yeah, and the amount of natural um, trees. Where that came from. God. <laughs> Who knows? But the amount of like natural trees and forestry that is cut down to like, make ways for soya bean fields. Soya beans and beef. That's what's and happening beef in the ranches. Amazon. How much beef do you need there, Brazil? Like, what's going on? Yeah, so you start fucking making your big fucking beef ranches and cutting down all these fucking rainforests, and they start lighting them on fire and shit. You're what, killing what? the fucking planet. You make it, and then that, and then the planet's heating up from those fires, and that's causing climate change and causing storms and fucking hurricanes are gonna start wiping up the coastline. See, what on you know this whole craze with the no meat burgers? What they call it? Beyond meat. Beyond the beef. You know what they should have done. Instead of just coming out saying it's beyond meat, like we're vegan, like you know what, do that too. Like have your own, like sub company of just like the vegan burger, but also have the burger that you just sell all these places that you just tell them is meat and isn't. Just be like it's grass-fed organic meat, and it's cheaper, and like people won't question it. <laughs> just be like, okay, cool. It's like that or the vegan one, and like that'll cut down on beef. Just being secretive and manipulative to the public. <laughs> Do you not like that idea? Oh. Would you feel tricked if you got like a burger from McDonald's? You're like, oh, it's a new organic grass-fed beef burger. And you eat it. You're like, that was good. <laughs> it's great. I feel better about myself. And like, it'll know. get I'm more never, people. I, uh, and and like secretly, like the beef will, you know, the beef companies will. T- turn over and they'll start producing this instead and i don't know i think they just need to start putting things in our food and not telling us <laughs> i think we need to start just getting our own food and quit relying on this broken system that's fucking up our planet i know and it's gonna suck for a little bit but maybe we you know you know how we kind of like it feels now what, like what evolution yeah, just yeah. fucking stopped in like 1980s 90s like, we've just made more trash since then. You just human evolution? Just human trash making. Like, we just make a lot more trash in the last 30 years, 40 years. So it, evol- it evolved beyond the 80s, like, extremely? I think. So up I to think, the 80s? I think, I think up. I think it was pretty bad in the maybe, 70s. Okay, let's see. Even the 50s, you know? Maybe they're making more trash. I think you can go back farther. People had. Well, like, that's what I'm it, trying like, to say, yeah. Brandon. I'm trying to say yeah. is we should have stopped in the fucking 1800s sometime, 1850. Been like, okay, this is good. We got a, we got. That's when everyone had we, chicken we, we coops. Yeah. Everyone had their own goats. You had a couple cows. You yeah. made your own shit. You your crops. You ate with the seasons. That's what you, you ate did. with the seasons. Maybe we should have just stayed there for a bit in that point <laughs> of evolution. That's all you I'm can saying. Go back there. You're still we didn't need. Like we that. didn't need craft dinner and tang. We didn't need it. No, not not at all. That's and we were fucking born into it, and we had to suck on that tit. It's just the dirty lunch meals. Yeah, yeah, they get at school and just yeah. So now it's like I gotta get back to the fucking eighteen hundreds somehow, which means I gotta buy a, I gotta buy an ox. <laughs> Could have buy an ox and some goats, some chickens. Yeah. Is that what are you gonna grow, Tyler? What can you grow? I don't know. <laughs> Butter butternut squash. I never planted it. But it comes back every year, <laughs> right where my dog pisses. Okay, maybe that helps. The dog piss. I don't know. Some, I eat it. Chemicals. You eat it. Do you wash it first? The butternut squash. Yeah. yeah. What do you do with the butternut squash? I got a couple of recipes I can give you. Okay. 
Uh, I got a spaghetti squash too, which is really cool. You can make like pasta with it. That's exciting. But they just come back. They don't have to really do anything. That's good. We need to. All I grow is hot peppers and cannabis. So there's only so much I can. I can't survive on that. I'm surviving on butternut squash. Seriously, I was flat broke last year. Flat broke. And there was a good uh, couple weeks where I just ate butternut squash and spaghetti squash that came out of my dog piss garden. That's amazing. People should start learning about foraging, especially while yeah, these plants. I went, look, I went looking for puffballs today, and I didn't find any. But puffballs, those are the big mushrooms, right? Yeah, last year I found big ones, and all I did was break them instead of eating them. Yeah, those we used to find those when I worked at the driving range. So we used to get out there with the golf clubs and uh, the golf carts and just run them over. I didn't know you can eat them. That's yeah, awesome. I didn't know I could eat them as a kid because we used to just huck them at each other. Well, <laughs> you wait till they get brown. And they throw them, they just make a puff of dust. <laughs> throw me your buddy's dirt bike helmet. Oh, boy. Yeah. That's exciting. But, yeah, we should, uh, you're right. We're we need to go back because the climate's going to get fucking weird now. But now we got to be ready for storms. Now we got to take what we've learned, all the good stuff that's going to protect us from the storms and shit. Yeah. Put that into the old stuff from, like, the 1800s where you got the goats and the oxes. Yeah. The oxen. So we have to protect the goats from the storms. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> we have use to pr- pr- goat pr- storm protective goat bunkers. Uh, I'm just saying, in order we got to be progressive, but also you know maybe not so weak. I, I absolutely. There, we're a very weak. <laughs> we're both weak ourselves. Most of the people out there. In modern world, are pretty weak. I'd yeah, have and to you're say. gonna need survival skills if this climate keeps fucking changing. Absolutely. You know what? I'm. I don't want to put people down like that. Everyone has their strong skills. Everyone has something they're amazing at and they excel at. But uh, surviving the apocalypse probably isn't one of those. Do and you know? Not... Do you know how to stack firewood? <laughs> that's a that's a big part. You're gonna stack it right. And make sure it doesn't absorb moisture so it lasts you through the winter. Yeah. That's all you got to know about surviving. Helps. And uh, it's uh, it's uh, too it's too far gone. Do you think it's too far gone? They keep saying there's solutions we can come to. But uh, everything I've read, if, if we switched everything perfect tomorrow and, uh, you know, we start reversing the, some of the damage we had. Everybody. A lot of the damage is already done. And we're going to be at least a one and a half degrees higher than we're, where we want to be now. We're already half a degree higher than we projected back, I don't know, 15 years ago. Don't don't call me on these numbers. So you're saying this. A decade ball, and so ago. You're saying this ball's rolled off the table. Yeah. It's done. So you see all these people fighting for change and it needs to happen. And like constantly articles is just like. We're almost there. We're almost at the tipping point. We're like, it's soon enough. We're just gonna be at that day, and like, I don't know why we're wasting our time. We should just be like preparing for what's actually gonna come. Are you crushing poor Greta's dreams right now? Um, poor Greta. She's gonna figure it out herself. I think she already attention. has. If she's paying attention, she's pretty pissed off about it. it. She's gonna be toying with these politicians for years and realize, uh, fuck these people. I'm gonna go find a farm, <laughs> yeah, and a, build a safe haven, and you gotta get a bunch of goats and chickens. Yeah, you gotta do it for yourself. 
Yeah, do it yourself and family. Fuck these people. Make yourself a good fucking storm uh, storm cellar. Make yeah. yourself a good fucking storm cellar. It's going to be hot. Make sure you got a working generator for you to have AC. Because yeah. there, there's going to be places that if you don't have AC, like... Fans. You're, you're gonna die. Your your grandparents are gonna die. Build a fucking windmill. <laughs> the, the first people they're gonna go is the old people. It sucks. Start See. building a windmill. A windmill. Get close to water. For the, for the wind. Well, you might. Yeah, you might be able to turn wind into energy. Get close to water. You know, you can put a water wheel in next to a river. That that sounds complicated. You can fish salmon. I, do, do you think we could do all this? I think I. We, we, I think we talk I could. about all this. We talk a big game about all this. Uh, you think you can build a water wheel? <laughs> go. Let's go to the Otter Otterville Creek where you live there. Let's build, build a water wheel. <laughs> we got the. We're here in Spikeball Studios. We got the the wheel that we use for game shows. We can uh, we can concoct something with that. I'm just saying you're gonna have to learn to survive. Get yourself a bow knife. A bowing knife. Absolutely. Want to go knife shopping? Tips. We should go knife shopping. We should go knife shopping. I I need new knives. Like a hunting knife. I uh I lost a knife a few years back. I was in the airport. I was coming back from Nova Scotia, Sydney, Nova Scotia. I was in the airport there, which it's so small. It just looks like a gift shop. That place is going to be underwater with this climate change. Parts of it. Where, uh, there's the highlands where my family's from. They're safe. They're good. They're up high. But, uh, yeah, there's parts. PEI is going to be gone. But anyways, I was going through this airport. I was on a hiking trip just days before. And I go through security, and the big friendly lady, she's like, oh, ho, ho, what do we got here? I'm like, oh, man, what's in there? Is there weed in there? And she's like, oh, what's in your bag? You know, so there's something that's supposed to be in there. I'm like, okay. Pulls out a huge knife. <laughs> Just in my backpack. I'm like, oh. I'm like, you can keep that. I'm like, is there any way you can put it in my bag? She's like, no, no. And she just, like, laughed and put it away. I'm like, thank God for the Sydney airport. If I was, like, in Toronto, like... No, I, I would have been tackled and stripped and just anally. No questions asked. You're just like, okay. Oh, yep. Just, oh. I'm like, I didn't know it was in there. She's like, oh, I believe this. Oh, we get hunting knives every day here, boy. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, it's about a, every day, boy. It's the Cape Britain Airport. I, I, it's understandable. But airports, this climate change, you know, like, that's going to fuck up if, when it's really bad and the storms are bad. Planes aren't getting off the ground. You're going to be gridlocked. No, absolutely. Your cars aren't driving you very far. You're going to be landlocked. We're going to be landlocked, so you got to be ready to be landlocked. Yeah, we're going to start canning your fucking pickles <laughs> now. Start canning. Get get can all your carrots and your beans and just just can it all. I'm collecting jars. Absolutely. Learn make bug farms. That's something I've always wanted to get into, Tyler. Or not always, but so recently. I've been learning about like people have cricket farms How many and they use it to uh, create protein. How many weeks? Have you been into cricket farms? <laughs> Not that much. Okay. Maybe a few months. I was in Australia when I uh, when I was learning about it. But yeah, you just like I used to have a chameleon, so I basically had a mini cricket farm because I had to feed them. And you have a lizard yourself. I just go to the fucking pet store every two weeks and get two dozen crickets. And you just throw them all in there. Yeah. At once. Okay. Well, I get more than that and just, like, keep them for a while because my chameleon wouldn't eat that much. But in, instead of that, just have, like, stacks of them in your closet. You just create a farm and you just eat them. And you just put them in tacos and put seasoning on them. Yeah. No, cricket, crickets worms. are a good protein. And 
that is a thing you're probably gonna want your whole basement to be a cricket farm. Yeah, yeah. But look, we sound like new age, like new age blogs right now. Uh, is any of this gonna change anything? No, I don't think I'm so. going to Taco Bell first chance I get. Yeah, because we need to live it up while we can because uh, everything's sorry. gonna change. I'm sorry, Greta. <laughs> like that little girl, I'm gonna think about her every time I okay. eat know, a sandwich. The only way, sometimes I think she's a robot. Just why? <laughs> <Just like, laughs> you think the little girl? I a understand robot? she is autistic and has a, like OCD or something. <laughs> I, but uh, watching her sometimes, I'm like. But like, what a great thing to be autistic about the environment. Uh, yeah, like absolutely. she's she's just OCD about the environment. She's like, we gotta fix this. She cha- she's channeled it very well. But uh, you know what? She talked about it, n- not really in the words I'm about to say, but I think the world needs some kind of super villain, some kind of green super villain that will just, you know, take over, you know, enslave the human race and make us fix everything that we ruined. And I think that would be great. It'd be like, what's that? I don't watch the superhero movies. What's that Marvel movie with all the superheroes all together? The The Avenged? <laughs> it's the Avengers. I know it's the Avengers. I'm I'm just acting like an old man. <laughs> the Avengers, yeah. and they they had that uh, that super villain that wanted to just de- destroy, like uh, eliminate half of Earth's population. I haven't seen any of the films. Uh, he's like this big bald guy with a big glove with jewels on it, and he's like, I'm gonna eliminate half of the the population of Earth because it's good for the universe. <laughs> See, see, this is me explaining Marvel movies. But uh, I didn't understand why he was the supervillain. I'm like, makes sense. We have too many people. Like, pick randomly. Do it for us. Like, we can't choose. Are you talking about mass genocide to help the environment? Yeah, from some super god who just comes down. Oh, it has to be from a super god. Some, <laughs> yeah, okay. like, uh, with a big glove with jewels on it. Like, this, maybe not genocide but with all the human power we have what if some great being comes down and just takes over and it's like we we all hate him clearly because he's enslaving human earth or the human beings on earth and uh we don't like that but we don't like that what happens to anybody especially white people but <laughs> we're gonna be enslaved and have to fix everything we've done we're gonna but be forced to trees. fix the planet yeah like plant trees Fix our waterways, yeah. clear all the trash everywhere, you know, eliminate fossil fuels, yeah. do everything we can, and just, you know, force to do it for generations until it's done. Right. No, and I, I think that's kind of what this little Greta girl is. Do you think she could be pa- capable of this? Well, she's telling kids not to go to school. Like, fuck your school. Go yeah, yeah, go yeah. on strike and go save the environment. Don't even bother about going to math class. We don't need to know numbers right now. We need to get trees in the ground. We need to breathe good air. And we got to stop pulling fossil fuels up. <laughs> Do you think she should have, though, a, an evil side where she should force this on us? Do you think she should come like, like you know, you understand that we're going to be mixed with technology and robots soon she's gonna become like a cyborg <laughs> they're gonna like force all this technology on this girl and she's gonna be a cyborg and she's gonna become the super villain the I green super villain that we need technology is also trash like technology creates a lot of trash 
It does. So I don't think she's going to be into that. She seems to be really into just plant trees. That's true. Well, she should learn maybe mass hypnosis. <laughs> yeah. No, she's I think on, she, she, she she's kind her, of did that. She she's would, on her way. She's on social media. She's there. She's getting there. No, it blew up after she did that uh, talk the other day where she uh, said, how dare you to everybody. Absolutely. To Donald Trump. I love that. Like, yeah, balls on the little girl to go fucking do it. And then, like, a lot of people are talking about it now. Are those people going to do something about it? It may be a percentage of them. Uh, What can we do, Brandon? What are you going to do? What can we do? What are you going to do? About it. Did we already do that segment? <laughs> what are you going to do about it? 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 Do something about it. Let's do something. Um, uh, I think I'm going to I'm gonna probably end up, yeah, trying to get self-sustaining. That's the best way to do it. Self-sustaining. We're going to have to watch a lot of YouTube videos, get a lot of books. Oxen, just, goat. Let's go work it out there. Should we let's, let's start doing that? Let's go out to the woods, me and you. We'll just try and live out there for days. Just trap our own food. We'll just like, eat frogs and crickets and like cattails. Can boil those up. Uh, you can trap a little bigger than that. You can get some squirrels. You can get some possums. Some rabbits. Rabbits. Rabbits good. But do we know? Have you ever gutted anything? Fish. You've got. <laughs> I've gutted fish. I forgot about fish. We can fish. You call it filleting. Filleting or filleting if Fil- you're <laughs> not from around here. Filleting sounds good. Um, not gutting. Um, cleaning is the other term usually. Yeah. Which I find is such a weird term for cutting out the insides of an animal. Just cleaning it. Yeah. You know, I, I'd follow the same the same way. What am I gonna do about it? I'd probably, you know, I want to move out east. I got a lot of family out there, and I just they this that's the that's where you gotta live. The oceans are gonna rise, but they live in the highlands. Don't get me wrong. I'd like I'd like someone else to do it for me. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's where you gotta live with a community. Yeah, it's, everyone's just gonna split off. Yes, communities. You need a butcher. You need a blacksmith. You need a baker. <laughs> you need a jester. I'll be the jester. You'll be the jester. That's good. We'll feed you to make them laugh. Uh, speaking of fun worlds like that, uh, there's a lot of fun movies out there about uh, climate change. Independence Day. Independence Day, that's uh, absolutely. The aliens were coming to warn them about climate change. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, remember why? We will talk about Independence Day on this podcast. Of course. But we do love talking about the movies that have to do with the topics. Well, we both went to film school. Uh, it's true. We both went. We're Sheridan graduates. You don't have to say the name of the college. Uh, that's okay. We're, we're proud Sheridan grad. Okay. I'm sure they're proud of us. Went to film school and... And pursued this comedy thing, and now we're talking to you about climate change and movies. <laughs> oh yeah, right. Movies <laughs> about climate change. Come, what are some of your favorite movies about climate change? Uh, the first big one was Waterworld. I didn't realize it was a climate change movie until later, but that was a fun movie, wasn't it? Was uh, oh, was I love. Was his name Kurt Russell? He no, Kevin Costner. <laughs> Kevin Costner. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kurt Russell. I know he's in all the baseball movies. So. Yeah, Kevin Costner. I know. Bull you know. Durham. Yeah. Billy what? Chapel. Other baseball movies. Right. Hey, perfect. But he was a, he played a, a, a aquatic mutant human 
Yeah, with gills. a sweet kayak. <laughs> no, and not a kayak. He had a catamaran. He had gills, though. Yeah. And I love how he traveled around his big catamaran. He just swung around ropes. There was no land in that movie at all. They were all they, on they boardwalks, were just, yeah, right? just, just, They had these weird outposts where they would like trade dirt. Like he would have these jars of dirt, and people were just like, "Oh my god, <laughs> dirt! We can grow tomatoes." And uh, there are all these smelly, gross people <laughs> living in these ports, and essentially pirates, right? And uh, for some reason, there's like a, a team of like guys on seadoos that just smoke. And yeah. They just, like, they just like drove around and they're the bad boys. They lived in a big tanker. Yeah, I don't know what their purpose was, but uh, anyways, there's for some reason there's a child with a tattoo, <laughs> and uh, we should review movies more often. When everyone had talk gills about though, right? <laughs> like, like, this. They they were so long. They were so far along in the human evolution of the water world that it, the world had been water for quite some time. Yes. That the humans had evolved gills. Or did just Kevin Costner have gills? No, I think a lot of people, because they were aware of his gills, and so clearly <laughs> other people had gills. I think everybody had gills. I don't think he would have, he could have hit it pretty well. Oh, I'd they, love they to knew... have gills, man. I fucking suck at breathing underwater. Oh, no. <laughs> you just got to hold your breath. You can't breathe underwater, Tyler. Uh, I keep trying. That's why I keep sucking at it. Yeah, I guess. Keep trying. Maybe it'll evolve. We are entering this water i don't think we're gonna you think we're ever gonna get to that scenario of water world where it's just like weird pirate people floating around looking for land well there's always been talk of a great flood flooding that kills civilizations multiple absolutely. times absolutely that's right been, yeah that's been talked about yeah, yeah. that's so, gonna be covered in later episodes too right the big floods so there's a good chance with all this climate change and the world spinning on its ass going to be some flooding <clears throat> there might be little pockets of water worlds around the world that would it be an entire water world i don't yeah. know would we evolve gills i don't know but will there be giant look now you can see when you're driving around places where like this could fill up with water very easily <laughs> right is that is that an observation you have when you drive around <laughs> yes like i see it everywhere <laughs> water's gonna fill up there it's gonna fill up there <laughs> You can see the cracks in this fucking this is planet, you, man. Is this, is this how you decide to wa- drive to work every day? <laughs> you can see the where water ground. once was and might be again. Well, that's exciting. I'm glad you have fun on your drive to work. <laughs> Get to higher looking ground. At, looking at where the water could be. <laughs> where the water once was. Where the water might be again. Oh, God. But, but I'm uh, just saying there might be pockets of water worlds yeah, around that's the world. True. But then there's the other, uh, there's another end of the world scenario of Seems to be about climate change is Mad Max. <laughs> like I never saw the old ones. I only saw the new one. That's like the complete opposite. That's I know. A dust world. It's like super dry and they're always looking for water. They have nothing but land. <laughs> <laughs> they should get together with the water world guys, trade some dirt for water. Maybe it's the same world and they're just super lost. <laughs> it's the other end of the spectrum. It's the north and south pole of that. Yeah, they just like can't find each other. They, they just have a balanced world if they could. Kevin Costner's looking for... Uh, who was Mad Max? Uh, Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. Uh, yeah, he's the old Mad Max. Who was the new one? I never saw the new ones. I only saw the old ones. Oh, okay. I'm going to have to watch the old ones. Oh, they're so good, what, man. The Thunderdome? Yeah. I know about the Thunderbolt. The Thunderdome. And they're driving around. they got big spikes on clubs and shit. That sounds exciting. Do you, do you think that might happen? 
You think that's possible? Oh, that is probably a better possibility than Waterworld. You have to fight our neighbors and stuff. Yeah, humans are going to turn on each other real quickly. Yeah. And in probably a dust world, all these fires are going to create droughts. And like you said, the equator is going to dry up. So you're going to see a lot of Mad Max-like situations around the equator, I think. It's, and it's going to happen here, too. And uh, food shortages, when that happens, when... You know, cities only have like a few days worth of food, like in the city before it completely runs out. Like, and we're gonna we're gonna go savage pretty quick when we're just like you're living in a city, and like trucks aren't coming in for some reason. You know, you know everything's down. You know the power's out. And it's a rat race now. It's a race to the like whatever this climate is gonna change into. We don't know. It's just a race to see what happens. It's gonna gonna get hot. It's gonna get hot. That's what we know. Gonna get hot, but it could get cold. Could be an ice age. Could get cold. We're not gonna live through that. No. We're just gonna see it get hot, hot, and then we're gonna die. Brandon, we're in Tornado Alley. A tornado will take us out before anything. <laughs> we're on the tip of Tornado Alley. I we're... saw a tornado when I was nine years old. Same day I got glasses. <laughs> Thank God you got those glasses. <laughs> you might not have seen it. Could uh, you could have uh, been in a bad situation. I ruined houses, and two towns over. <laughs> that's that's exciting. I'm glad you weren't hurt from the tornado. And yeah, I I never saw one, but I used to have nightmares. nightmares. I might have been I might have been 11. I used to have nightmares about tornadoes for years. And I never understood why. I, w- I need like a dream book or something. I've never had a nightmare about tornadoes. I have a lot of bear nightmares. Bear night. I had those too. I have those too. But I had a lot of bear experiences, so. See, I've never had any bear experiences, but I have a lot of bear nightmares. Yeah. I'm gonna this isn't you... about bears. No, this but is I'm about gonna... climate change. I know, but I'm going to give you a bear experience. We're going to find a bear one day, Tyler. I've seen him at the dump. Actually, yeah, I've had bear experiences <laughs> at the dump. Those aren't real bears. They're like bears. They're not living real life. They're just <laughs> eating garbage. Yeah, they're more like German shepherds. They're just junkies. Yeah. They eat like us. But yeah, the world's heating up. It's going to heat up all that garbage, and all those bears yeah. are going to eat some hot garbage. <laughs> all right. Um, well, I think we're going to wrap up this podcast because uh, there's not much we can do about the climate change. Yeah, uh, yeah it's a struggle, man. <laughs> that one's tough. We're just going to have to live through it all together, and uh, we're going to hold hands. You know, At the end of our podcast, we always think of three things we're grateful for, that we're hopeful for. So uh, we're going to go back and forth here and talk about something we're grateful for. Tyler, top of your head, what are you grateful for? Um, Little girls that are smarter than me. Absolutely. We're all thankful for little girls that are smarter than you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's number one. Yeah, yeah. They never go home with you at the park. It's good. They're smarter than you. Oh, you. Why you got to Oh, okay. I'm going. I'm saying I'm thankful that this little girl... Is smart. She's got the balls to stand up to people and be like, hey, take care of the fucking environment. Yeah. We should be thankful for that. Absolutely. Um, Because we should have been doing it, and we were just being dumbass kids. Yeah. And thankful for home gardens. Keep up. Keep making the cabbage. Keep making the raspberries. Yeah, that's the thing. Don't, don't worry if you know a guy who's got a home garden where he's got rows and rows of... You know, every bok choy and all these weird radishes and stuff. Don't worry about it. Just grow some squash in your dog piss garden. 
my dad's got some peppers going and just a little planter, some tomatoes. You know, you can do it on a smaller scale and work your way up to the big garden. Yeah, absolutely. Tyler, another thing you're thankful for? I am I'm thankful for uh, hard wood. Because I know you got to plant those trees, but we're also going to need them to build shelter. That's the toughest thing about trees, man. You need some hard wood. None of that soft wood. It's the toughest thing about trees. Yeah, we need them. We work together. Stones. We work with stones. That's true. Nice stone house. That's what I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for stones. Well, that's four. For that's four there. things. Well, okay. We, we have th- we have three each. We have one more each. No, three total. We're not doing six in an episode. <laughs> we have three each, Tyler. Last episode, I'm sure we only did. Three. You know what? We can do that. That's fine. I'm just, you know, we're... So little girls that are smarter than us. Hardwood. Hardwood and home gardens. Home gardens. Those are the three things that we're thankful for. Stones are a bonus. Grateful for. Stones are always there. We're going to talk about stones later. (laughs) We can bring it up (laughs) We've talked about so many... We're going to talk about this later. (laughs) Stay tuned for the Stones episode. (laughs) It's not the Rolling Stones. We're talking about... Rocks and stuff you find on the ground. Stonehenge. <laughs> we're not geologists, so we don't know what we're talking about. Stonehenge. Talk about their shapes, their color. All right, guys. Thanks for uh, listening. Uh, pay attention to our next episode. Yeah. Um. Big thanks. It would be great. Big thanks to uh, our sound engineer Kevin Belanger and everyone at Spiky Ball Studios for. Allowing us to uh, record the podcast here. Yeah, thanks a lot, guys. You make it great for us. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with another topic on um, how how we are all doomed. We're doomed. We're doomed.